This is Educated and Empowered. Today we are talking about the power of words and the fact that words have power. You have to understand that they have power and then not just understand that they have power, but you have to believe that they have power. The Bible says, according to your faith, be it unto you. And so I challenge you to for, you know, the next if you want to do it the next week, the next two weeks or you want to just allow this to become a lifestyle for you. I challenge you to start um, speaking differently. Start speaking over yourself, your life, your household, your family, your finances. Start speaking differently. And you're going to notice that the according to how you speak is going to affect how you believe and what you are expecting, right? And so again, nobody is telling you that this is a get rich quick scam. Nobody is saying that if you got uh seven overdrafts in your account, just because you say I'm a millionaire, that that means that tomorrow millions are going to be in your account. That is not what this is. But what this is is saying that a lot of time poverty is a mindset. Just like there's a millionaire mindset. And in fact, I'm going to do a podcast on the habits of successful people, right? And I mean, and this is not just based upon myself, but this is also based upon what I know because I know some millionaires and what they said versus some things that I've read as well. And I want to bring that to you. And none of these things... <laughs> are far-fetched none of these things are things that you can only do or believe if you have a seven bedroom home or if you're driving a six hundred thousand dollar car like the poverty mindset or the millionaire mindset they're all based upon how you believe and how you carry yourself what it is that you choose to think and what it is you choose to speak and then what it is you choose to hold on to. And so we have to understand that all of that has power. Now we have Miss Denise Dixon who is going to come on and she's either going to ask a question or make a comment about the power of words. How you doing, Denise? I'm good, Ms. Jackson. How are you? I am well. Thanks for coming on. Yes, thank you. Is your first name pronounced Tanil? Yep, it absolutely that's, is. <laughs> that's beautiful. Um, no, I, I, I just love how that works because um, the power of words, I, I just have a comment more so just thanking you for this um, segment this morning because um, the power of words is very important. And um I don't, I didn't realize, I missed a lot in my childhood growing up, like I'm 30, right? And so um, <clears throat> my life has kind of just been surviving. And so I've been afforded the ability to just take time to just 
breathe and get to know me. And God has just been doing a lot in my life. And on my wall, I'm, I'm literally sitting here looking at it. Like, I have all these affirmations of, like, multicolored sticky notes. And I have, like, a prayer wall. And, like, I have scriptures written out. And it's just, like, I have all these things in place, but I don't speak them every day the way that mm-hmm. I should. Mm-hmm. And um, the enemy, a lot of times, he fights me in my mind all the time. All the time. I'm always speaking something negative to myself. I'm always saying that, just looking at things from a negative out outlook. Mm-hmm. And of course, people who know me, they don't they don't see this about me, but I see this about me because I'm just like, man, I want to be in a better place. Like I wanna, I wanna be the. I internally want to be the person that everyone always experienced, you know, happy, joyful, and help. Like I want to be that to me, mm-hmm. but because. I didn't have those parents to train me, guide me, love me, speak life into me. I literally was the devil's playground as a child, as a teen, as a young adult. And so now that God has found me, yes, I know what to do. And But it's, it's a matter of doing it. It's a matter of believing in myself. It's a matter of the power of the word. And that's why, like, it's important for us to read God's word. The only way God is going to talk to you, my pastor said, the only way God's going to talk to you, one of the ways, is through his word. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times when I'm in situations or I'm dealing with things, I will hear God audibly through his word. He will quote a scripture. He will give me something through his word. And, And God spoke. He didn't wave a wine and say, oh, I'm going to create the heavens and the earth. No, God spoke mm-hmm. the word. And that's why the enemy fights us so much to shut us up because there is power in our words. And so today, like last night after Bible study, like I'm just, I'm just having to overcome a lot. And like, I, I, I attend church from home. My church is in Tampa, but God led me to this ministry. I know he led me to this ministry. I've been out of the ministry since I was 19. I hated church. I We were we were done so wrong by the leaders and just everything that we experienced. So I was like, nah, I'm done with church. I don't want anything to do with it. But what I've come to realize is that we are the church, each and every one of us, every individual person we make up the church. We make up the kingdom of God. And so he led me to this ministry. And when I tell you it has helped transform my life, like I, man, I, I just thank you. Cause I, I was just, it, you're, I just, you're what I needed this morning oh, too. And God. as you've been talking, I've literally been gathering my little tools cause I need to, to revise the plan for the new year. I need to, I need to get back on track, you know, back yes. where I was. And, and when I was thinking about, like, man, how did I get off track? I stopped speaking the power of God over my life. Yes. I stopped speaking the affirmations over my life. I stopped praying every day the way that I should because that's what the enemy... It's been little things that have caused me to get to this place, but I'm, it's a learning lesson for me, and I'm thankful because... I'm a resilient person. I'm not going to give up. And I know God's with me. I know God's protecting me. And I know he led me to hear you this morning, the power of the words. And so 
the enemy is always talking in my mind, telling me I'm nothing. I'll never be nothing. You know, um, you're insignificant. Nobody cares what you have to say. Like, you know, like I, I battle with so much, but just listening to you this morning, it really has like, I'm, I'm telling you, like I was sad. And like, as you've been talking, I put on clothes. I've moved oh, around. God. I didn't turn the lights on, open the blinds. Yes. I just started speaking the affirmation over on. my wall. You know, and it's just like, God, okay, yes, this is it. So I'm sitting here literally with this pen and markers in my hand, getting ready to revise my plan, my everyday plan, not long-term goals, just my everyday Everyday. plan, because I'm reading this book called Atomic Habits, Mm -hmm. and it's it's such an amazing book, and it teaches you how to stop being goal-oriented and be like basically every day when you put a system in place you're yes, going to ma'am. meet that goal regardless yes ma'am. but when you're only focused on the goal you're going to reach that goal and then what then then what you're you're on to what you might fall back or whatever but if you keep that system in place and my system in place was up in the morning by 5 30 on the prayer line at six praying spending time with god worshiping whatever that entails then going on about my day to read and study and exercise that is what i need Mm -hmm. but see the enemy tries to make me feel like nah that's not enough you're not doing enough you need to be doing but i'm in a season where i'm literally needing to focus on me speaking into myself reparenting myself so i just want to thank you because I I just clicked on the app and you were the first person I heard and I just heard literally you were like the power of words and I just been listening this entire time and I just want to say thank you thank you thank you thank you because you know it was just on time and I know God led me like just you know just my higher self you know my inner self like because God wants what's best for us, but we have to do the work. We have Absolutely. to do it. And I'm sitting here looking at a wall full of sticky notes with affirmations and prayers and, and Bible verses that I've written out, but I'm not even reading them because I'm so caught up in my mind. And it's like, girl, stop. You got to, you have to speak over yourself. So I just, that's it. I just wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much, Miss Denise. And you have made my heart glad because, again, it was for me out of obedience on even coming on today because yeah. I, I had said that I wasn't going to come on because I just came on yesterday. But this was just in me and I know that God was prompting me. And so I'm glad that it touched you. And I hope if you're not already following me that you will do so and continue to listen to the show and allow it to bless you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for being obedient because <laughs> we're here to help someone else. Absolutely. You know, life is not just about us. And so thank you so much. And yes, I did follow you. And you have an amazing day and just continue doing what you do. <laughs> Will do. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Continue to listen. All right, and we have, I have another um, guest in queue, and I want to say that it is pronounced Shamanaya, and I'm sure that they are going to correct me, but they're going to come up right now, and I saw Rena on, so Rena, if you are still listening and you want to come back in queue, go ahead and do so, so we can pull you up to the mic, but am I pronouncing it right? Is it Shamanaya? Oh, yes, yes, yeah, I, I love the podcast. 
thank you. Power you. In your voice. Oh, God, the, the anointing of the Holy Spirit just speaking off your voice. Wow. Uh, that's what brought me to your podcast. So, uh, so I thank God for the body of Christ and the young lady. So we, this, this is the reason why um, the Bible said forsake not the children and ourselves together. Yep. Because I look for I look for the body of Christ because we're one. Because sometimes we don't have all the words, and we we eat off each other, each other tree. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus said, "You'll know a tree by its fruit." That's it. So the fruit of our lips, you know, because the fruit of the spirit, it, it comes by the cultivator of God Himself. Mm-hmm. As we build our relationship with the Word of Jesus Christ, and Jesus coming to marry us, and God cultivate us into the image of Christ. Mm-hmm. So yes, our words are powerful. Uh, Isaiah 65 talks about that. God says, speak truth for yourself, we, which is truth. And Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Yep. So, and, and, and Ephesians chapter four, verse 25 say, put uh, put away lying. Mm-hmm. And this will power up the, the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. We have power of the Holy Spirit. God gave us his Holy Spirit to let it shine of, of the gospel, even with the power of tongue, okay? And this is why from head to toe, when when we shun our evil self, God said to Malachi, he don't change. Mm-hmm. So what if he, whatever he did, excuse me, what if he did for Job as a head's protection, what the devil inquired, and whatever he did with Elijah, where he put an army of angels around him, God will make us as a witness of who he is through his son as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. And what that is, when you, we are the witnesses of First John five, and like you said, power of the tongue. So what God will do, He'll put us in our place of predestination, of of the valley that we walk in is part of your predestination. Because we know the word is is a secret, the word is a parable, the word is a mystery. Okay, so we'll become a First Corinthians, chapter six. So if we choose our words governed by the Holy Spirit, and we can speak the truth of ourselves, like the young lady would say, you can have affirmations as a prayer request, as a declaration, because God told us we could do that mm-hmm. in Isaiah 65. Mm-hmm. Speak truth over yourself. Like David encouraged himself. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to encourage yourself. yourself. So, But you got to put away lying. You got to put away everything that the Bible tells us to do, according to Psalms 40, verse 7, I come in the value of the book as written of me, because we are one with Christ, John 17. Jesus prayed that we become one with the Father, one with Jesus, and the Holy Spirit guiding. Yes. If we are one, as it is in heaven, so we are the witness of who God is in heaven of the three of the one. Of John 17. So that, this will declare of First Corinthians chapter six. Now, I'm, good. Sorry. It's okay. Now I know I keep bringing up scriptures because, um. Some people want, you know, restrain the cast and they can cross revenue with the scriptures. So I've been doing prayer, uh, praying the scriptures for 20 something years and it works. Mm-hmm. It works in every way. Mm-hmm. So everything God said, like, like the young lady said, it's power behind it, but you got to become the power. Absolutely. Okay. To, to become the power because the power is already is in heaven. Mm-hmm. You got to put away evil. Mm-hmm. of yourself deny yourself jesus said and come follow him mm-hmm. to follow jesus you got to let the word be a lamp unto your faith the word is quick it's 
is alive. And so it will quicken your your mortal body to the power of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. All right. So all the matter, you're going to be a first Corinthians chapter six. Mm -hmm. You could judge the world because you're going to be judging fallen angels. Mm -hmm. It's right there in the precepts. Mm -hmm. The precept is a rule. And just like you said, yeah, power in the words. Mm -hmm. So be careful how you use the power because God judged the, the church first. Mm -hmm. He's going to judge us. We are the church. Mm -hmm. Like we, Everywhere you walk, people see the church. Jesus said, let your light so shine. That men may see your good Before works. Men, they, that's they, it. That's right. They, they want to see the good works. That's right. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. So we got to be submissive to what Jesus said and let the people see our works. Like that's this right. podcast, I encourage you. I because We're supposed to edify one another. I, I, I was so encouraged when I heard you and the sister was speaking. It touched my soul. Because I be looking for podcasts just to uh, look for that inspiration. He said, edify one another. So you got to look for the edification. That's it. I be looking for, I be looking for churches on the podcast and different social media. I go through stereo and I got wisdom. Mm -hmm. So, because, you know, when you associate with the body of Christ, you are automatically associated with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit guided. Mm -hmm. Just constantly keep knowledge God like you're doing. I'm so grateful you were submissive to the Holy Spirit guided on his podcast. You didn't, you didn't lean to your own understanding. But you were led by the Spirit. It's not by coincidence. Everything we do is always by the leading of what God wants in expectation of his predestination that this podcast was brought about because there was there was um inspiration. There was uh edification. And I'm here to testify. So that's why God draw me to you. But 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 God used you to, to inspire me. Praise God. Praise God. And to God be the glory in all of that. And I want to thank you so much, Shamanaya, for coming through and for tuning in. And, I, and I'm not sure what the rest of your day looks like, but if you can continue to listen to the rest of the podcast or at the very least, feel free to follow me. So that way, when I do go live, that you will receive the notifications. And thank you so much for your comments. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. So if you guys are just now tuning in today, we are talking about the power of words. And if you are not already doing so, I encourage you, please follow me, find me and follow me across social media, whether it be wisdom, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Clubhouse, or YouTube, you can find me and follow me at my name is Tanil. That's T-O-N-E-A-L. And if you are looking for more personal um, interaction, you might need your own consultation or even your own customized coaching program, feel free to go to my website, which is my name is Tanil.com. That's my name is T-O-N-E-A-L.com. And finally, if you are not already, I encourage you and I ask you to please go to anchor.fm and subscribe to my educated and empowered podcast. So you'll get not just these types of episodes, but again, I am a life coach and a literary coach. And so I have exclusive episodes, bonus content that I make just for my subscribers. It is only $3.99 a month. And I would really appreciate your support in that endeavor. If you have been enjoying me and you like what I'm saying here, 
please know that everything that I talk about, I do it with the exact same passion. So whether as a life coach where I'm talking about things like this, spiritual matters or work-life balance or relationships or self-care, or as a literary coach where I'm helping you in the ways of writing and publishing and promotion, this is what I do and I speak with it with the same passion. I'm led by the same Holy Spirit and whatever it is that I do. And so I encourage you guys to come on and you know let's let's work on allowing our next level to be our best level right like I want y'all to say that from wherever you are listening to this that my next level will be my best level one more time my next level will be my best level again we're talking about the power of words and if you can't speak that over your life i don't care what level you're on whether you're on level one or one thousand you still have the ability and the power to speak that my next level will be my best level and again i'm putting a call out i don't know if rena is still listening i saw that you were in queue and i do not want for you to feel um ignored or that i don't want you to the mic so if you want to come back in feel free to come up to the queue and I will let you on and in fact anyone else if you want to come to the microphone um because I will and this is just how I was led to do it I want to always obviously extend my words of wisdom which will typically include encouragement and empowerment but also yield the floor because as Denise said and uh Shamanaya said as well like whatever it is that we do you all know me enough by now to know that I believe in interdependence meaning that it's not just about everything you can do on your own that's independent but interdependence is I need you you need me we need each other to survive but we're going to keep on going. We're talking about the power of words. And I was saying, as I came on earlier, um, that as a literary coach, I was going back and forth with which way I want to go with this, because the one thing that I wish that um, you could do with wisdom is choose more than two categories, <laughs> because I definitively I will probably end up doing this same topic again. But as it pertains to the literary community, so my writers and my authors we're going to talk about the power of words in a more literal sense um and but today I was really led to talk about it from a spiritual perspective because we really need to understand that we do have power and I wanted to also speak to Denise I'm not sure if, if she's still listening but I want to speak to Denise because here's the thing that we have to understand there are things that happen to us early on and I again you guys can go to anchor.fm because I think I've deleted a lot of my talks here but all of my talks are on anchor.fm and I've done different podcasts where I've talked about uh my upbringing my childhood it's not gonna always be what we feel like it should be what we want it to be what we think that we deserve but at the end of the day once we become old enough we have that right to make a choice to say you know am I going to live a life that basically aligns with what my upbringing was or am I going to live a life that is true to who I know that I am and in some cases that may not always be the same right and that is not me saying to uh, discount any pain or hurt that 
happened to you, right? So our childhoods are not always the best. And I'm acknowledging that I'm a part of that. I didn't have the best childhood, but at a point I had to, I think you said, and again, I'm speaking to Denise, but this can go to whomever. She said that she was 30. I'm 42. So I want to say I was probably in my mid thirties or so early mid thirties before I made a conscious decision that I was not going to allow allow the things that happened to me as a child to continue to rule what I did, what happened to me as an adult. Do they affect you? Absolutely. Does the things that affect you or that happened to you as a child affect decisions that you make as an adult, affect even the way that you look at at the world as an adult, it absolutely does. For the longest time, I had a huge thing with trust issues. Um, it's still some some things that I'm working on and being delivered with even now. And that's the reason why I have to lean toward the Holy Spirit to lead and guide me. Because again, to kneel on her own, don't trust nobody. And regardless of whether or not I am justified by man's standards in that it doesn't make it right. So you have to decide for yourself the person that you want to be whether that is what was instilled in you as a child or not. Once you become an adult, now you have the ability to wipe clean the slate and say, you know what? I know what y'all wrote on me. I know what you spoke about me. I know what you tried to put in me, but I'm choosing what I would like to have for my life. And so once you are a believer, then your job is to believe that you want, Lord, I want for myself what you want for me. And even if whomever was that raised you, even if they didn't put it in you. That does not mean that you no longer have the ability to put it on yourself, right? And I want to go into the scripture that Shamaniah really kind of brought up. And that's coming from Ephesians. If you guys permit me, I'm going to read Ephesians chapter four, and I'm going to go down. Um, let me see, 22, I'm going to start with verse 22, and I'm just going to read for a minute. So it says, verse 22 says that he put off Concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, this is 25, wherefore putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of of another be ye angry and sin not neither let the sun go down upon your wrath neither give place to the devil let him that stole steal no more but rather let him labor working with his hands the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth and i'm gonna finish here 29 let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers and that is really uh what i want to kind of focus in on let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers and i need y'all to pick up on that last part we talking about the power of words it says that it may minister grace unto the hearers the hearers of the words that you speak so listen to this 
you may say, well, there's nobody around me. I'm in the house by myself. So what does that mean? You are the person that's able to hear your words. So sometimes again, as Shamanaya said, you have to encourage yourself. So you speak. This is where we talk about those affirmations and the fact that uh, affirming yourself isn't wrong. That's not being arrogant. It's not being boastful. But when you are speaking affirmation, you are speaking that which is good to the use of edifying yourself. Because sometimes you need to hear that I'm I'm worth it. I I, I did good. I'm beautiful. I'm intelligent. I'm lovely. No, that don't mean that you're trying to say that you're better than somebody else or you're bragging on who you are, what you have, but sometimes you need to hear it and it may not be anybody else around to say it. And that doesn't make it any less true. It reminds me of that. Uh, I don't know if it's a, a adage or a joke or whatever it says, if a, if a tree falls in the forest, but nobody is around to hear it, does it still make a noise? So in other words, what I'm saying is just because there may not be anybody else around to tell you, that doesn't make it any less true. Just because you don't hear it, don't mean that it is not so. You are intelligent. Whether anybody says it or not, you are. God gave everybody a measure of everything. He gave us a measure of grace. He gave us a measure of favor according to what it is that you need, but it's for you to take it and it's for you to use it as you need. We don't want to keep on assuming that because our parents didn't do what they were supposed to do. You know what? God bless them. Maybe in some of their cases, maybe they did the best that they knew how. Maybe in some of their cases, they did better to you than was done to them. So maybe they didn't know how to be a parent. One of the things that being a parent has taught me is that parents are people too. We don't, I don't have all the answers. I have four biological daughters, but I raised seven children. The three older children are not much younger than me, but I was still responsible for raising them. I didn't always have all the answers, but because I'm in the parental role, the mindset is, oh, well, because you mama, you must know. No, I didn't know. But you can't let it on that you don't know all the time, right? Especially with your children, because half of being a parent is being able to have the respect and, and the authority that comes with being in that position. And a lot of times the conception, and I'm not saying that it's the right thought, but the thought is, well, the only way I can have a, this authority is if it's the impression is that I know what I'm doing. So I have to act like I know, even if I don't know. Right. And so when you because whether you are a parent or a leader of any kind, a lot of times leaders feel like, you know, sharing what they don't know. They find that to be a weakness uh, or at least they feel that who they are leading will perceive that to be a weakness. So many leaders will lead in ignorance, but they will still act like that is correct. They don't necessarily know that what they're doing is right, but they won't tell you that they don't know because then they're afraid that they're going to lose your respect and that you won't continue to listen to them. And the fact of what I'm trying to say, let me round robin it, is the fact that parents 
don't always know. You have some parents who were abused for years, and I'll just be very transparent. For years, I did not like my step. My stepfather was my dad. I never referred to him as my stepfather because he adopted me. But what I had to learn and, and accept in my later years was that he did the best that he knew how. He would always tell us stories of how abusive his father was to him. And so in his eyes, he would always tell me and my sister, oh, y'all don't get half as bad as what we got. So even though it was still abusive, from his mindset, it really wasn't that bad because it was better than what he received. And so I'm saying that to say that sometimes we feel like that parents are just opposed to know what to do because they've had this child or whatever. But the fact of the matter is that they don't know. They, they're, they're just is, you know, uh, and when I say ignorant, I just mean they lack the knowledge. And so unless somebody tells them, unless they have the support system and every parent don't have a support system to show them how to be a parent. So a lot of times you're learning as you go. And all of that said to say that as you start to get older, Again, yes, will you be the recipient of the abuse, whether it was physical or verbal, mental, emotional? Will you be the recipient of that? Absolutely, you will. Will it have some effects on you? Absolutely, it will. However, there comes a point in time where you are going to get old enough to realize that what happened to you isn't what was supposed to happen to you. And so at that point, you have the choice to say, am I going to continue to be in the way of a victim and continue to say everything that I'm doing now is because of what happened to me as a child? Or am I going to walk in the victory with which God has already given us? He said that we are more than conquerors. And am I going to say, Lord, I need your help. Because I know I'm jacked up. And I'm just telling y'all what my prayer was. I know I'm jacked up. I know I got anger issues, rage issues. I know a lot of this stuff stem from the abuse that I received. I don't want to pass that on to my children. Again, I tell y'all, life teaches us two things. It teaches us what to do, what not to do. One of the things I realized, I knew that being abused was not what was supposed to be happening. And it wasn't until I was 19 when I was able to move out on my own that I could stop it. As long as I was in the house, it was what happened to me. However, I knew that whenever I had children, I knew that I didn't want to do to them what was done to me. That didn't mean that I didn't understand the, dis the difference between discipline and not discipline, but I knew that there is supposed to be some type of um, restriction. I know that there is a difference between discipline and abuse. And so what I had to do, I had to implement a measure where I told my husband for the first probably 10 years of, their, of my children's lives, I don't want to be the one to discipline them because I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it right because all I know is what was done to me and I don't want to repeat that. So I'm saying all of that to say that you will come into a knowledge. You will get to a place where you understand that what was done to you, whether it was by a parent, by a sibling, by a coworker, whoever's supposed to be dear and near to you, whoever it was that you placed your trust in, that for whatever reason they abused and misused that trust, 
you can either choose because at this point once you become an adult now you know there is no excuse now you know that this is the right way and this is the wrong way so now it's on you to choose how you're going to play it out am i going to choose to do it the way that was done to me or am i going to do it differently and sometimes in order to implement those choices you may need some extra help and there's nothing wrong with getting the help what's wrong is continuing to do what's wrong once you know that it's wrong when you didn't know better you couldn't do better once you knew better now you're charged to do better and so i bring all that back around to our topic on today which is to say that you have a choice and you have power um, I just, I want for you all to know, if nothing else, if you've never listened to a, a podcast of mine before, I want you to know that you have a choice. And one of my main things I always say, I don't, I do what I do because I don't want for anybody else to suffer in silence. I was talking to my sister earlier today and I was telling her how for me, because it was something... Oh, I was sharing with her something that I did with, uh, for somebody. And I told her, I said, because I kind of, I put my own spin to the golden rule, right? The golden rule says you do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. And so for me, I, when I put, when I say I put my own spin on it, what I mean is there's the, the bulk of the people that I help, whether it be my children, whether it be people I know or people I don't know. I help them from a place of this is what I would have wanted to happen to me or happen for me. There are a lot of things that I endured, a lot of things that I have suffered through, whether we're talking about physical issues, mental issues. I've gone through a lot of different things. And number one, I choose not to be a victim. Number two, I choose to help others because I believe, again, I'm a huge believer in interdependence. I believe that the reason why we go through things is not for ourselves. We go through so that we can help other people not have to go through. And so when I'm sharing, when I'm being transparent, this isn't about me getting likes. This isn't about me going viral. This is because I know what it feels like to be depressed and to suffer that and I would never want for anybody else to go through that to sit there and suffer in silence because you don't think that somebody else either knows or cares about what you're going through because you feel like if you're this leader or you're this person that you know everybody else is looking to then it's not right for you to say to say out loud that I'm not okay I went through that I would never want for anybody else to go through that. And sometimes you just need to hear somebody say that it's okay not to be okay. Sometimes you need to hear somebody who you have admiration for to tell you, I ain't always been in a position that you see me in. I have went through a whole lot of dark nights and I had to go through talking to counselors and talking to therapists. I had to go through having prescribed medication until the Lord delivered me and allowed me to be stronger than that. So that's the reason why I talk about enduring depression and the various abuse that I had had and being a stroke survivor and, and having my stress disorders. I talk about that because I'm not giving the, the enemy can't 
make me feel ashamed from what God delivered me from. That's not who I am anymore. It's who I was. So I don't feel, uh, I don't feel embarrassed or ashamed of who I was. If that's who I still was currently, then yeah, I might feel a little bit conflicted to be telling you something when I'm still struggling with it. But even in that, if I've gotten to step two, I can help the people that's on step one and I'm still looking for the people that's on step 10 to help bring me up. So we have to understand that this is why you can't afford to get so down and discouraged in what you're going through. Because if you truly believe that it's for you to be there for other people, somebody is just, you might be complaining because you're in the middle of the storm, but baby, somebody done just started their storm. And so even though you going through, and I always say this, we say that phrase all the time, I'm going through. Well, guess what? That's why I use that preposition, through. Through means that that's not the end. So keep on going. If you're going through, keep going till you get to the end. But even if you're in the middle of your storm, understand that there's somebody else that just started in that same storm. So instead of you focusing on the wind and the rain and the thunder and the lightning, your focus should be on the person that you can help to get to that point. So that way they ain't got to struggle is hard. They don't have to feel as lonely. They, how did you get to your point? Right? So all of us, when we talk about this, each one reach one and each one teach one, everybody can help somebody. We keep on getting it confused and twisted because we trying to go viral so much and you, you overlook the one because you're trying to get to the many, but guess what? God is just as concerned about that one as he is concerned about the 99. There's a parable that talks about how even if you got the night, you leave the 99 to go back for the one. So stop being so focused on going viral and making sure that a million people that you don't even know will like what you put now. When, when somebody that's right there next to you that needs your help, that's saying, hey, I think you can help me. What does it hurt? to lend an encouraging word. And again, y'all, I'm about done, but that's what we're talking about today. The power of words, the fact that our words is supposed to be used for that which is good to be to the use of edifying. If the things that's coming out of your mouth is not going to help somebody, even if that somebody is you, then you pray and you ask God to word your mouth until it will. Keep it closed, in fact. Lord, don't even let me say nothing. If what I'm about to say is going to discourage somebody, and guess what? You are somebody. So, so before I say that I'm ugly, before I say I'm stupid, before I say I'm worthless, Lord, just don't even let me say nothing at all. Get my mind together so that way the next thing that comes out of my mouth will be something that is positively powerful. I want to be able to help. I want to be able to edify. I want to be able to encourage. I want to be able to inspire. I want to be able to empower. That should be how you want to be used in whatever that looks like. You don't have to be a speaker to be able to do those things. But you just live in purpose, with purpose, on purpose. Don't worry, y'all. I'm working on that book as we speak. But I want for you all, as I bring this to a close, again, I thank everybody who has tuned in. Thank all of you all so much. Um, be on the lookout because I am going to do another podcast. I don't know when, probably soon, with this same title, 
But this time, the next time that I do it, it is going to be when I talk about the power of words. If I have any writers or authors um, that's listening to this podcast, then next time I'm going to use the tag uh, from the writing perspective because I want to be able to help you all from a literal standpoint. Right. Um, Because when I'm not doing this in my in my regular life. She she's in the arts. She's an artistic person. I'm an international award winning author and filmmaker. And so writing, doing stuff with with words and stuff. I'm a writer. I'm a publisher. This is what I've been doing for over a decade. And so um, I don't like I probably don't put out as many books as I did when I first started back in 2011. Um, But I I still put out at least one book a year. Um, The latest book that I just wrote is called Being a Black Man is Harder Than You Think. That was my first compilation. I interviewed 28 black men across 12 different states. They were aged 30 to 70. And we did an entire interview stemmed around that. I ended up creating a documentary as well from that book that's called uh, The Four Eyes of the Black Man. That documentary thus far has won the international award uh the book it has been a finalist it was selected as a finalist in the independent author network book of the year awards and i say that again not to brag of myself but to let you all know that whenever i'm coming and i'm talking to you all this isn't just something that i'm saying something that i just googled like i actively live every realm that i give advice from I'm actively doing something at some level in all of it. And so I just, my my heart is to share, is to give back, is to make sure that you are encouraged to be the best version of yourself. And so anything that I can do to try to pour into that, then that's what I'm more than willing to do. And so that's the show for today. Again, if you are not already subscribed to my Educated and Empowered podcast, I do ask that you go to anchor.fm and look up Educated and Empowered. It's only $3.99 a month. Um, But again, you're not going to just get access to the free stuff. There is bonus episodes. There are bonus episodes that I make just for my subscribers. And you all will have exclusive access to all of that and there's tons of episodes already over there that you can subscribe to otherwise if you want to just be notified when the free stuff is happening (laughs) then feel free to follow me across social media you can find and follow me at my name is Tennille whether it be wisdom facebook twitter instagram linkedin tiktok clubhouse or uh youtube you can find me at my name is Tennille and just total total honesty and transparency i'm not really on clubhouse and youtube like that the other six i am there actively but you know i try to be where i know everybody is so that way you have the opportunity to find me and finally if you want to connect with me if you're looking to get your own coaching program or maybe you just need a consultation somebody to bounce some ideas off of then go to my website my name is tenille.com that's my name is T-O-N-E-A-L.com. But again, thank you all so much for listening. And if you want to subscribe to my newsletter, then hit me in the, I think they say it's the back channel. So if you're listening on Wisdom, um, you can, you know, put it in that little chat thing and you can send me your email address and I'll add you to my newsletter. But thank you all so much. Feel free to follow me. Let me know if you want to collaborate. Let me know as well. You all have a great rest of your day.